0: Bob Masego, good evening and welcome. Bob, I hope all is well.
1: I'm well, Manuga, I know we're
0: trying, we're trying. It's to the long working hours, but we're trying.
1: I can imagine, I can imagine. I saw you there, uh, I could see the tiredness uh, in the faces of the people you were talking to there from the ANC, Opule, uh, No Figile and others. Uh, and uh, I guess, uh, yeah, what do you make... Just maybe kick things off there. What do you make of their stoic response? I mean, even the uh, DSG there of the ANC saying, well, you know, if you look, at we are still ahead. So for us, we don't see ourselves as people who have lost here. I mean, uh, I could see clearly from somebody like Upram Zwei saying, look, I, I don't buy that. Uh, what did you make of it?
0: Essentially, what was happening is that the ANC was trying to buy face to its, uh, its supporters on the ground and members so that they are not discouraged by what is happening and translating on the scoreboard, which paints a picture that they are essentially winning. But the biggest issue then becomes the voter turnout and the proportional representation, the TR system, which will come back to haunt the ANC just like it happened in the 2016 local government elections where there was no huge voter turnout mm. for the traditional basis of for that, just for the governing party within there are traditional races in Soweto and in the, in the townships. And this voter turnout was even worse than that of the 2016 local government elections. And so, Jesse Duarte is trying to buy face and to inspire the ANC members not to give up, but to go back to the ground. For instance, if you look at the ANC's performance in the King's H.Y.O. District Municipality and also in the Greater Zululand District Municipality as well in the 2019 general election, the mm-hmm. ANC had lost those particular voting districts and uh, onward to the Inkata Freedom Party. So those patterns of the 2019 general election escalated and continued to this 2021 local government election, which thus saw the ANC losing those particular district municipalities and local municipalities to the Inkata Freedom Party.
1: Mm, mm. And and of course, I mean, you know, that that particular trend is also complemented, uh, Samgele, by two other trends that I felt were moving in parallel. The one is the showing of Action essay in some of the metros uh, and the second one is of course the seeming resurgence of civic organizations that are contesting for space. I mean, uh, later on this evening, I want to touch uh, in a discussion with Tessa Dooms on Map 16 out in Maluti Apofung. Uh, 16 councillors who were expelled from the ANC because they voted in a particular type of way. They now came up and put, I guess, a showing that is very close to toe-to-toe with the ANC the last time I checked. Talk to me about these two trends, one Mashaba and the other one, of course, uh, this issue of the civic uh, uh, resurgence, uh, alongside, of course, the issue of independence as well.
0: The civic resurgence essentially tells you that if you've got white councillors who are community-based, who are are rooted amongst the masses within their wards, they can win those wards, even if they deflect from the African National Congress, particularly when the ANC-led municipalities fail to provide those communities with services, particularly looking... After the poor state of service delivery in Maluti, Apifong. you go to Mfulen, the local municipality here in Gauteng, we had sewerage running all over the streets. The ANC knowing that for the past three years, but doing very little to resolve that particular crisis. In fact, when we went to the 2019 general election, there was sewage fl- uh, all over the streets of Mfulen. 2021 local government mm-hmm. elections, still the same. Sewage all over those streets of Mfulen. You go to now, the new kid on the block, Action SA, and their performance in the city of Johannesburg, despite them not winning a single ward in the city of Johannesburg, they have been able to perform increasingly well when it comes to the number of votes they've received. Looking at the voter turnout, they've been able to eat away from the ANC's base in areas such as Soweto and able to eat in the DA's base within the suburban areas, which tells us, that when it comes to proportional representation, they are a force to be reckoned with. But just like the economic freedom fighters, they are a proportional representation party because they do not win that many awards. Yes, the EFF thus far has won three awards across the country, which is commendable, particularly knowing that they had not, they had only a single award under their belt back then, and they've now uh, won uh, some awards in this uh, local government election. Mm. It's an increase for them. But actually an essay a huge player, proportional representation, they'll have seats in the joint the Council, which will be seemingly hung. And now the negotiations for coalition governments begin. And it also tells you that people loved the work Herman Mashaba did, who also filled the job as mayor, and also the issues that he's raising, particularly when it comes to undocumented migrants, they resonate with the people of Soweto because they see themselves as people who are not working, but their jobs are being taken by those who are foreign nationals and who are here in the country illegally, particularly when you look at the shops in the townships, you look at the people who are building uh, houses uh, for the people who can afford to build their own houses. Many people in the townships are employing foreign nationals to build their houses in the rural areas. Many Mm. people are employing foreign nationals to build their houses. You look at uh, the welding industry, and how the foreign nationals are taking those jobs, because the foreign nationals who come into the country have a particular skill which many South Africans don't have those skills, and even our FET colleges, there are not many people who are sufficiently getting those skills and who go onto the job market to have those much industrial skills that the economy of this country has, but these undocumented migrants have those skills. You also look at the state of Yovo. If you go to Yovo, there many people have complained. That it's like you're in a foreign country. You go to Hillbrow, it's like you're in a foreign country. You go to Seaboard, or uh, Point rather, which is in Durban. It's like you're in a foreign country. And then you go to an area in Johannesburg where there were protests recently, uh, about a year ago when Mashawa was still the mayor, Mm -hmm. where the community said that this particular area is infested by foreign nationals who are essentially selling drugs within that particular area.
1: Sure. Samuel, hold the line there for me for a second because uh, I want us to take a quick spot break. But when we come back, uh, let's unpack, uh, I guess, uh, how things have unfolded um, and uh, yeah, what, what you anticipate in some of the jostling and negotiation and bargaining uh, that is set to happen over the next while. It's the headlines here on Metro FM Talk. I'm in discussion with Samgele Masego, uh, political reporter here at the uh, public broadcaster who joins us from The Rock. And uh, Samgele, I guess we've spoken and touched on uh, the Mashaba factor. We've touched on the resurgence of the civics. Talk to me now about, uh, with what we've seen in many of the metros, uh, the type of coalition talk that's been happening. I mean, on the one hand, Herman Mashaba saying he doesn't want to touch the ANC with a barge pole. On the other hand, you know, um, Figil and Balula of the ANC, you know, Casey and Jojo, you heard what he was saying, right? Uh, That uh, if you don't want to talk to us, it's okay, we really, we're okay. Um, What do you make of what the coming weeks are going to mean insofar as jostling for space, creating alliances, cooperative frameworks, or whatever people might choose to call them, uh, in order to make sure that uh, some of these metros are governed in instances where a clear majority winner hasn't emerged?
0: Well, it's going to be very difficult in the next few weeks, particularly if the ANC decides to engage smaller parties or if the Democratic Alliance decides to go and engage the smaller parties, particularly knowing that the Freedom Fund Plus says that if they work with the DA, they're not going to go there blindfolded like they did in the 2016 negotiations, where essentially the DA had all the power. And they were seen as a minority partner within those coalitions, and the TA had this big brother syndrome. They don't want that for this particular election. And you look at how the patriotic alliance uh, has been at log with the TA, particularly in Nelson Mandela Bay. You look at how the TA has made it clear they don't want to work with the EFF. You, may, you, make, you also see how Herman Mashaba has made it clear that he doesn't want to work with the ANC. And that the ANC must not call him, and if he needs the ANC, he will call the ANC which uh, shows you the arrogance mm. that uh, these, some of these uh, political parties have, particularly come coming out of these particular elections. Not just uh, Action SA, but you look at other political parties, like the Patriotic Alliance, that sees themselves as the key makers, particularly in the network here in Haukeng. And how the ANC has in essence been humbled, and how it's humbling itself to its own voters and to its own people, saying that they respect the will of the people, and that the elections are free and fair, despite uh, the various glitches that took place in the various metros. So it tells you of how there is a triumphalist attitude by some smaller political parties, particularly knowing that the ANC has been brought under 50% uh, across the board nationally, uh, as, as it stands about 80% or 78% of the voting Of the mm. voting uh, counting has been done uh, as, it's, as, 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 as as of now. It essentially tells you that the ANC will not meet that, three, that 50% threshold to be above it and to be have the majority party that is above that fifty percent threshold. In mm. fact, they will probably hover around that forty-eight, forty-nine percentage that uh, it has been projected by many research institutions. Mm. So it's going to be interesting how political parties react, and particularly knowing that there are already murmurs that the two that the two biggest political formations in the country are currently underway with their negotiations, which is the DA and the African National Congress, particularly for City of Johannesburg and for City of China which the ANC has said, that if a particular political party is in majority in a municipality, it's one of the options that they would take. They would choose to support that party, vote with it to pass budget. That party remains a minority uh, government. And in, and in Johannesburg, the ANC has majority of the seats uh, when it comes to councillor allocation. The GA would obviously vote to the ANC to pass the budget. They would have some form of written agreement when it comes to this. If the ANC is ahead in Nelson Mandela Bay, the ANC runs that particular city. If the DA is ahead, the DA would run that particular city. If the ANC chooses to go that route, but there is also the issue of the EFF, which says, no, we can vote with municipalities, but if you vote for the EFF in China, the EFF must occupy all the mayoral seats. The mayorship, the speaker will then belong to that party that the EFF voted with for mm. the EFF to be in government. Which is an option that the ANC is amenable to, but is not. But some within the ANC, NEC, are not amenable to working with the EFF. Just like the DA has put it outright that they are not willing to work with the with the Economic Freedom Fighters, whom they voted
1: with on an issue to issue basis in the 2016 local government elections. Well, some galе in Tswane. If the DA or the ANC decide not to work with the EFF. And we take Herman Mashaba at his word, who at the moment is standing just shy of 9% of the vote in Swanné. Then we, that might set the stage for another permutation, which uh, might be seen by many as a conservative coalition. So Action SA, DA and maybe the Frey Aids Front Plus alongside the ACDP uh, to get them across the line of 50% if things stand as they are now.
0: Indeed. Uh, what may happen, in Antoine, is that uh, if the DA and the ANC don't work together, you may find that uh, the, uh, the action SA system from, from the DA may work together. The question is, who will then lead that particular coalition uh, arrangement, particularly in the city of Johannesburg? The, the, Herman Mashaba is unrelenting on his issue that he wants to govern the city of Johannesburg. And he, uh, the DA's leader, Helen Ziller, said that uh, Herman Mashaba tended too much to the, uh, to the EFFs uh, demands in the city of China and she would not, in the city of Trane, and she would not want that in a party that is run by her. Hence, you saw him and Mashaba resigning and leaving the Democratic Alliance. What then happens in Tshwane, where you've had Abel Tao speaking against the Democratic Alliance and working and leaving the party, going to work with the, him in Mashaba, and knowing very well that Abel Tao was the regional chairperson of the, of the Democratic Alliance in Tshwane, and he was shunned by the PA for the mayorship mm. after Solim Timanga left they brought in Stephen Mukhalapa. After Stephen Mukhalapa uh, left, they brought in Randall Williams and they let
1: him out in the post. <laughs> Talk to me about Mfuleni for a second. hung uh, Council, ANC 39.71% of the vote, the DA 26.91% of the vote, and the EFF, I guess, uh, said to uh, be uh, the uh, kingmakers or significant power brokers there alongside the Freyed's Front Plus.
0: Emfuleni um, is a hot mess for the ANC. The ANC messed up Omfuleni um on their own. They've got no one else to blame but themselves. Their provincial secretary, Jacob Coward, before he took up that position, was the mayor in Emfuleni. He said he would resolve the sewage crisis within that particular municipality. He failed. dismally the ANC, then brought in an interim mayor within that council uh, to go and resolve the issues of sewage within that municipality. It did not work out. Despite them building and refurbishing a plant, they had deployed the ANPF, to go and uh, help that particular municipality. They brought in the Minister of Water and Sanitation, Lindy Wazulu, Lindy rather. Then the uh, recently sent Zomchunu went. We've also had maile going there frequently. But they've just many failed to sort that municipality. It was no surprise that it, were, it was hung. Many people had projected that the DA would take it outright. That did not happen. So it does seem as if with the low water turnout there are still those who feel as if the ANC must be given a chance. But the ANC messed up that particular municipality and they've They've got themselves only to blame for that particular municipality. And they've had a number of years to sort out the blockages of sewage within the townships that are there. But they simply did not do that. They just essentially went and built new uh, plants, sewage plants, in order to uh, purify the water. But instead, the water that was going in and the water that was coming back into the sewage works were disproportionate, knowing very well that most of the water was going out and pulling out into the streets after being used in the mm. homes because of the sewage blockages in the townships, particularly which is the base of the governing party. So they've got themselves only to claim there and it's issues of service delivery that they find themselves where they are.
1: Yeah. Samgala, I guess, you know, you touched on KZN earlier on. Um, and I want us to quickly just, you know, get your assessment of um, how things are going to shape up out in Eteguini. I mean, uh, we've heard that... Um, the governing party has assembled uh, a high-powered delegation to go and try and re- resolve and respond, some of uh, respond, I guess, to the negotiations that have to happen in that part of the world. What do you make of uh, the outcome that we've seen there? There's only a few white spots I see uh, on the results uh, uh, dashboard. Uh, and for all intents and purposes, a lot of pink uh, across the entire province, uh, with the IFP uh, taking a sizable chunk. Uh, of uh, what historically or, or over the last few elections might have uh, been uh, ANC voters.
0: What uh, I expected such an outcome because you remember in the 2019 general election, when people went to vote for the ANC in that particular metro, the ANC dropped about 300,000 votes. between the Eteguini municipality and the Um Umundovu district municipality. in Mm. one of that district Municipality, the local municipality, which is Moy Umgen, has gone to the Democratic Alliance due to the ANC's failures to provide services to those areas of impopomine. So what you in essence have is that the people whom feel neglected by the ANC, the biggest township in KwaZulu Natal, in Eteguini Umla, the people have to jump over refuse to go and vote for the very same governing party that is failing them. They've got allegations of uh, fraud, corruption, and money laundering when it comes to the waste tender, management tender, uh, the GSW tender that Zandi Lukumete is embroiled in with a number of executives and business people in the Union municipality. And you've also got the saga of self-inflicted wounds by the ANC with the arrest of former President Jacob Zuma. They decided to burn the entire town and loot everything. We had their own mayor who said that uh, we are Zuma and Zuma is us. Yet the city was burning and not condemning the actions of those whom were uh, destroying properties of business people, destroying the economy of that particular municipality. You go to King's H.Y.O. District Municipality, the ANC had performed badly in the 2019 general election. In the greater Zulunan district, they had performed badly within that particular district. And the issue of the Zuma factor. those bases were not traditionally the ANC's bases in King's H.Y.O. District Municipality, which is the Mnambi-T, David Smith's escort area where mm. Jacob Zuma was imprisoned you go to the Zululand, it was not a traditional ANC-based or a traditional ifp base. So when the ANFP was formed and broke away from the IFP, the ANC seized that opportunity to form coalitions with the NFP. When the NFp failed to register in 2016, the ANC went to take that base and some people retreated back to the IFP. Mm. With the changing political environment and the tribalism and ethnic mobilization that exists partially in KwaZulu-Natal, people... Simply did not go out and vote for a vendor person. They went and said, Oh, our home is the IFP. Just like they never voted for a closer person in the form of Nelson Mandela, Tawombeki. They've gone back, home, And the use of the IFP, mm. the former president of the IFP, President Emeritus of the IFP, uh, Chief uh, Prince Mangututubutele, is of significance because they were able to use his resonance within those particular voting blocs and that constituency, mm. and have them campaigning for the party to win back that lost ground. Samkele,
1: let's talk briefly, I guess, about also, the, there's a geographic element to this, uh, as you're suggesting, because I, I would say it's not the whole of KZN. I mean, if I look at the southern parts of KZN, it's probably uh, in the Mzumbe and uh, in the uh you know, areas where the IFP had a strong showing. But in many other parts of the southern KZN, Kokstad... Zuma, The EFF getting more than 10% of the vote. I mean, Dr. Nkosazanadlamini-Zuma, just shy of 20% of the vote. In Mzimkulu, 12%. You know, in Kogstat, uh, just over 20% of the vote. And effectively displacing the IFP in those areas, I guess, as the official opposition or even the DA. Uh, what do you make of that? The Secretary-General of the IFP
0: hails from Mzimkulu. The former AMC Youth League leaders, Cindy Soma, Kaka, the late Cindy Soma Kaka, a number of like Pegimitoolo who's now still with the AMC, the mayor of Coxat, that base is former youth leaguers. They used to use that base. You go to Ukasamba region, which is the King's Etoyo District mm. municipality. Those people are former leaders and alliances of Julius Malema. You go to Emalachene region, which is the Newcastle area, which Dr. Mashaba was the mayor and the ANC regional chairperson So those people were all Jacob Zuma, Zuma Ndase in the 2012 ANC conference by day and at night there were two less Malema supporters. <laughs> so it's no surprise that the EFF is growing tremendously within those particular areas of the country because the, the, of because the base of those areas, those people that had left the ANC Youth League and went to the EFF, they are largely, and some of them are from those areas and they are working tremendously to win that round. Marshall Damini, the SG of the EFF, is doing tremendous work in Nguni Kulu out of his own pocket as well to contribute to the community and give back to the community by making sure that there's infrastructure development like building crashes, helping with his local church, the Methodist Church there, and having outreach community programs to try and woo those disgruntled IFT supporters who are neglected, those ANC members and supporters who are neglected, to the EFF force. Hmm,
1: Some girl. And uh, yeah, we know uh, once the tally is up, uh, I guess what we're going to be watching quite closely is all of the bargaining and the horse trading and everything else. And uh, we certainly hope as we make sense of that, uh, we'll be able to reach out to you as well. Thank you very much for your time. Samgila Masego, they're joining us. Uh, SABC political reporter coming to us uh, live uh, from The Rock.